Not everything in life is what it seems, because even salt looks like sugar. Greetings from the dark side of the pomegranate. I am your host, Billy Hoosh. Welcome to Even Salt Looks Like Sugar, a podcast that explores true crime, paranormal activity, and unsolved mysteries. This series discusses difficult and distressing subject matter. Viewer discretion is advised. Episode 3 Tragic Video Gaming Deaths Hello, I'm Sarah Afjar. True crime is the multi-dimensional interface between the crime, the criminal, and the impact of their actions. Video games serve their purpose as an entertainment interface which allow users from around the globe to respond to visual analysis and interpretation. With all of the strengths video gaming plays in the world of entertainment today, what happens when a user's biochemical pathway is compromised? Not everything in life is what it seems because even salt looks like sugar. For decades, video games have served as the ultimate escapism. Not only do they test your mind, as well as cognitive responses to actual events depicted in the games themselves, they shape popular culture into what it is today by delivering some of the best entertainment worldwide. But the real question is, can you die by playing them or can they kill you? In 2018, 24-year-old David Katz lost a series of matches while playing Madden NFL 19. It was a tournament game, so this left Katz distraught. In fact, this left Katz so angry he refused to shake any of the players' hands who attended the event that day. Still upset over his loss, Katz walked out of the venue to grab his handgun. He proceeded to open fire in the venue where he wounded nine, killed two, before he killed himself. The first gaming death ever reported was in January of 1981. 19-year-old Jeff Daly loved playing the cult classic Atari shooting game, Berserk. 
It made him happy and he was determined to get a high score. Shortly after achieving a score of 16,660, Daly died of a heart attack. The second death was in October of 1982. 18-year-old Peter Borowski was a straight-A student with aspirations to become a physician. He also loved playing Berserk. After playing the multi-directional game for many hours, Borowski was rushed into the hospital after collapsing. Like Daly, he also died shortly after. Piawat Harakun, a 17-year-old Thai gamer, enjoyed playing video games daily. After school, he always made it a part of his daily routine to play his favorite video games. In November of 2019, after weeks of empty promises to his parents that he would reduce his video gaming use, Harakun was found dead. The cause of death was a stroke, which was allegedly exacerbated by a continuous pattern of playing video games for many hours every day. If you are a professional gamer, sometimes the stress can build up and eventually catch up to you. 21-year-old Bogdan Ank was a healthy and happy young man from Sweden who was dedicated to playing Fortnite. When participating for the fall skirmish event in November of 2018, Ank was found dead. The cause of death is unknown to the coroner who examined his body. How can a healthy 21-year-old Fortnite player mysteriously die? Perhaps the cause of death is gamer's fatigue. PUBG is one of the most popular video games in the world today. It is also a favorite to many gamers worldwide, including 15-year-old Alexei Maximov. In attempts to reenact the game, Maximov proceeded to sneak up on a stranger while she was withdrawing money from an ATM. Maximov stabbed the 21-year-old woman almost 20 times. The victim died immediately after. In 2017, gamers Vaporizer, whose real name is Casey Viner, and Miracule, whose real name is Shane Gaskill, 
both had a major dispute over UMG gaming tournament featuring the popular game Call of Duty. What started as a simple argument back and forth turned into a full-fledged war when Vineyard threatened Gaskill on Twitter. As a result, Gaskill proceeded to give out his previous address, which turned out to be the residence of 28-year-old Andrew Finch. Finch never played video games, nor did he know of the players involved in the Twitter exchange. Only days later, Finch was gunned down by police officers reporting to a hoax 911 call placed by the 25-year-old Tyler Barris, who was a friend of Casey Vineyard's at the time. This phenomenon is known as swatting. Call of Duty is one of my favorite games. So when I first heard this story, I was taken back. Currently, Barris is serving 20 to 25 years in federal prison as part of a plea agreement. Disputes turning deadly seems to be an ongoing normality in the realm of gaming, even though it is completely abnormal. In March of 2005, 41-year-old Kuei Cheng Wei discovered gaming competitor Xu Kaiyun sold his virtual dragon saber for 7,200 yuan, which is equivalent to about 870 USD. This was in the game The Legend of Mirror 3. After calling the cops to report the theft, the cops told him there was nothing they could do because the item wasn't physically real and only existed digitally. Shang Wei proceeded to take matters into his own hands and pay Kai Yun a visit. He stabbed him to death. As a result, Kuei Cheng Wei was sentenced to death. He is currently sitting on death row in Shanghai prison. Sometimes video games are distracting in life. Despite creating inner harmony, too much can create the opposite, especially if you are told by your parents to stop playing. 16-year-old Kalakuri Sambashiva was a brilliant kid with big dreams. However, after playing PUBG for many months, his mother demanded he focus on school. As a result, Sambashiva 
felt melancholy, trapped, and defeated by the relentless pressure his family put on him. In early April of 2019, the Indian gamer took his own life by hanging himself. In 2017, the world of tanks was hosting a 24-hour marathon. 35-year-old gamer Brian Vinot, who went by the screen name Poshybrid, wasn't prepared but wanted to play in efforts to raise money for charity. After all, Vinot wanted to lend his love for gaming to the match. The event was being streamed on the Twitch platform. As thousands of gaming enthusiasts tuned in, they noticed Vigneux falling asleep and drinking energy drinks like water. About 22 hours into the event, Vignault told his viewers he was going to smoke a cigarette. He never returned. He died shortly after. The toxicology confirmed he had taken fentanyl the night of his death. The human brain collects and obtains a series of stimulations which help with perception, comprehension, and cognition. Video games help users think, remember, and solve problems both efficiently and effectively. Playing video games can also help build an articulate rapport, improve your concentration, boost your memory, and even strengthen as well as sharpen your brain's ability to multitask. They can also help ease and oftentimes eliminate anxiety and depression. However, what are the negative effects of playing video games and disadvantages? What happens when you take your love for gaming to such an extreme level you decide to quit your job to pursue it? This has worked for many people. Markiplier, Ninja, Jacksepticeye, Vegeta777, Shroud, and even PewDiePie. Sadly, this didn't work for repairman turned StarCraft gamer Lee Zhong Siop. On August 3rd, 2005, Siop went on a 50-hour video gaming binge at a local internet cafe in South Korea but sadly passed away two days later before finishing it. Sixteen-year-old Gabriel Cavalcante Carnario Leo loved playing Pokemon Go. In fact, he loved this game so much that when he attempted to find a grey-colored portal 
for his alliance online, he proceeded to cross a busy road offline. Without paying attention, he was hit by a bus and killed instantly. This isn't the first time Pokemon Go served as a distraction. Calvin Riley had big goals and even bigger dreams as a college student and athlete. On August 6th, 2016, as he was playing the popular game from a smart device, he was shot in the chest and killed by an unidentified perpetrator who is still at large. Currently, there is a $100,000 reward for anyone who knows anything about his death. There is a fine line between liking a game, loving a game, and even infatuating over a game. Grand Theft Auto is one of the most popular games in the world. In early 2003, 18-year-old Devin Moore set out to do the unthinkable. Not only did he steal a cop car, he grabbed a gun and began to open fire where he shot three police officers. When the authorities asked for a motive, Moore told them, Life is a video game. You've got to die sometime. This isn't the first time someone has tried to mimic Grand Theft Auto. In 2013, an unidentified eight-year-old boy who is now 15 from Louisiana shot and killed his 87-year-old grandmother. Because he was under 10 years old at the time of the crime, he was never convicted. If you intend to play video games for long hours at a time, I highly advise you to get up after a few hours to walk around. Not only does this increase circulation, but prevents death. In July of 2011, 20-year-old Chris Staniforth decided to play Halo for 12 hours. During this time, Staniforth began to feel fatigue and confided into a friend that he had chest pains. Several hours later, he died. Not only did the autopsy reveal deep vein thrombosis as a probable cause which exacerbated by sitting down for long periods of time, it also revealed pulmonary embolism, which resulted from a blood clot in his leg due to prolonged inactivity. 
24-year-old Wu Tai loved playing World of Warcraft. Tai was a Chinese gamer who was outstanding at the game. However, in of 2015, that came to an end when he mysteriously collapsed in an internet cafe in Shanghai. Not only did Tai become ill instantly, he proceeded to cough relentlessly as he was dying. After he died, the coroner confirmed that Tai passed away from pulmonary embolism, which was the result of excessively playing video games. Tai isn't the first death caused by extreme video game playing. Just eight years prior, a 26-year-old man named Shang from the northern region of the country died after playing his favorite video game for three days straight. In April of 2013, after a dispute with his girlfriend Monica, 22-year-old Darius Johnson attacked her with his Xbox 360. As he continued to beat his girlfriend with the console, he proceeded to then stab her to death. Johnson told the detectives shortly after the incident that he felt he needed to sacrifice her to save one of his favorite video game characters. Sometimes video games are great for those who are injured and immobile, but not always. In the late summer of 2015, a 17-year-old man who identified himself using the pseudonym Rustam broke his leg and spent much of his free time playing Dota. Although the Russian gamer slept, ate, showered, and used the bathroom, he played this game non-stop for over 20 days. Rustam was heavily glued to the multiplayer battle arena game, and the hours increased daily. One day, his parents returned home and discovered their son lifeless. He was pronounced dead shortly after. The coroner determined his cause of death to be deep vein fibrosis, a condition caused by sitting one place for many hours at a time. Twenty-two-year-old Alexandra Tobias 
had a huge love and admiration for Farmville. In fact, she was so obsessed with the game, she neglected her duties as a mother. On January 19th, 2010, her son started crying relentlessly. Distracted by the Facebook game, Tobias became irate and extremely enraged. She proceeded to pick up her son, where she then began to shake him violently. He died shortly after. In February of 2011, Tobias was sentenced to serve 50 years in prison for the death of her three-month-year-old son, Dylan Edmondson. This isn't the first time we've seen deaths where a parent kills their child over a video game. In 2006, an unidentified 28-year-old man beat his one-year-old daughter to death after she accidentally broke his gaming console. He is currently serving 22 years in prison for her death. What would you do if someone took away your favorite video game? How would you react? This happened to 17-year-old Halo addict Daniel Petrick, whose parents took the initiative to take away the game after it was distracting their son from living his life. Petrick wasn't going to let anyone come between him and this popular shooting game, which is why he set out to do one of the most ludicrous yet shocking acts ever imaginable. He went to his family's gun cabinet, grabbed a 9mm pistol, loaded it with bullets, and went directly to his parents' room. He told them to close their eyes as he wanted to give them a surprise. Petrick shot both his mother and his father in the head. Although his father survived, his mother died as a result of her injuries. Some of the worst acts of video game violence have been executed by teenage boys. 14-year-old Vasya Turda invited his friend, 15-year-old Vasya Pop, to his house to play video games. As the son of one of the wealthiest men in Ukraine, Turdia invited Pop over to show him the 5D video games his father bought him. After losing a computer game, Turda became filled with rage, where he started to attack Pop. He began to stab him 
repeatedly. As Pop attempted to escape, Turda stabbed him 27 times. Pop died as a result of his injuries. Vasya Turda only served three and a half years in juvenile jail for this crime. In January of 2015, a Taiwanese gamer known as Heisei set out on a three-day gaming binge at a local internet cafe. Three-day gaming binges seem to be a major thing these days. Heisei was a regular at the cafe and would use the computers to play games for hours at a time, so the staff didn't think much of it until he was found dead. With no external injuries or pre-existing medical conditions, he died of cardiac arrest. Just weeks prior to Heisei's death, an unidentified 38-year-old man from the same area went on a five-day gaming binge and died shortly after. On May 28, 2019, 16-year-old Farooq Qureshi from Central India decided to play PUBG for six hours straight. After a few hours, he became extremely irritable, yelling and crying before throwing his phone and earphones. Shortly after, Qureshi was rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced dead on arrival. He died of cardiac arrest. He had no prior health issues. His brother Mohammed, who used to play the game relentlessly, has since stopped due to fear of sharing the same fate. According to several studies, they can make players become violent, promote addiction, and even amplify paranoid thoughts. This, however, doesn't epitomize nor define, let alone dictate everyone and their game playing. Video games serve as the ultimate escapism, which generally helps you improve perceptible processes that are often tangible and spiritual. They play an important role in popular culture and digital culture too, by taking you into a world, a world so big that involves a multi-dimensional reality and a reciprocated exchange interface. If you know what your limits are, you'll be just fine. Remember, not everything in life is what it seems, because even salt looks like sugar. On April 14th of 2014, a 22-year-old man identified as Chung from southeastern area of Daegu was arrested for the death of his two-year-old son 
who he neglected. Chung went to an internet cafe to play video games. He would play for hours upon hours at a time, sometimes even days, neglecting his parental duties. Chung would only return home to feed his son every few days. After leaving his son alone for over a week, he discovered on March 7th his son had died. After allowing his son's corpse to rot, Chung proceeded to place his son's body into a bag before dumping it into a public trash. Shortly after, Chung returned to the internet cafe to play his favorite video games before reporting his son missing. After the bag was found, he was arrested. In 2009, a couple from Seoul was arrested after their young child starved to death. While 40-year-old Kim Jae-byom and his fiancée, 25-year-old Kim Yoon-jung, were playing the game Prius Online and raising their virtual daughter, they neglected their real three-month-year-old daughter who died from malnutrition and neglect. Byom and Jeon were sentenced to two years in prison and have since been released. On July 22, 2011, Norwegian terrorist Andrew Brevik set out to do the unthinkable. Not only did he detonate a bomb which killed eight people, he shot and killed 69 people who were participating in the Workers' Youth League. Although he had a series of motives for this crime, he told authorities he trained himself by playing his favorite video game, Call of Duty. If someone were to give away your favorite gaming console, what would you do to get it? In early 2007, the Nintendo Wii was not only the most anticipated gaming console, but the most wanted one. The End 107.9, which eventually became KDND, was holding a contest titled Hold Your Wii for Wii. This contest gave listeners a chance to win the popular gaming console by challenging them to drink large amounts of water. However, they insisted that you could not urinate. 28-year-old Jennifer Strange drank almost three gallons of water. Refusing to urinate, Strange died by water intoxication. 
The mother and father eventually sued Entercom. As of February 8th, 2017, the radio station has been defunct. On January 18th, 2020, 25-year-old Harshal Mimain from Pune, India was rushed to the hospital. Unable to be revived, he died shortly after. What is the cause of death? Mamain was diagnosed with an intracerebral hemorrhage after playing PUBG. Doctors theorize that this occurred due to his excitement during the gameplay. In February of 2012, 14-year-old Callum Green became extremely flustered after playing his favorite go-to video game, Call of Duty. Shortly after, he committed suicide by hanging after his mother grounded him. That same month, 16-year-old William Menzies also died after playing the popular war game. As he loved his Xbox and the Call of Duty video game, Menzies sadly took his own life using a plastic bag. Gaming serves a wonderful purpose on Earth. As the ultimate wool-gathering reverie, but like most things in life, too much of something is never always a good thing. A synergistic reality creates a multi-dimensional interface between what is good and what is bad. With every cause, a reaction always follows. I know what my limits are. Do you? If you are enjoying tonight's episode of Even Salt Looks Like Sugar, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever you find fine podcasts. And also visit our official website, evensaltlookslikesugar.com. This is your host. Billy Hoosh signing off. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, remember, not everything in life is what it seems, because even salt looks like sugar. Sugar.